Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Explore secrets of the universe with show hosts, Sherry Sage Zimmerman. Navigate between the worlds of both the physical and the spiritual planes of existence. Welcome, everyone, again to another special edition of Secrets of the Universe. Um, as always, I am glad for all of you who uh, appear here each week live. I know I have a few people that uh, tend to come to the show I'm very excited about. And um, I also want to mention that anytime that you want to um, donate for this show, Secrets of the Universe, um, you're more than welcome to do so. You can contact me or my manager, Tiffany, at Goldilocks Productions. So if you'd like to sponsor the show or sponsor uh, the production company, we're really happy to um, have you uh, participate. And I also will give uh, readings from time to time for those who do. Um, it's just my way of giving back and thanking you for helping us keep this show on the air. Um, and today I want to bring on uh, a special woman who has many, or I should say wears many hats. Um, the work that this woman does, her name is Karen Heroes, and she has um, specialty areas, quite a few that I'm really interested in talking with her about. Some of those things are she is a wellness educator. Uh, quantum biofeedback specialist, which I'm very excited to hear more about that, since I don't know much about that. A certified health coach, a Reiki master. She also does um, retreat organizer and facilitator. So that'll be something we'll also talk about. That sounds very exciting to me. Um, and also she is an LPN, which I did not know when I decided to bring her on board on our show. 
So let me bring in Karen so we can get talking with her. Hey, Karen, how are you? Hi, good, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you on board. Um, I'm really interested in some of the work you're doing, and I'm always looking to uh, learn myself since there's so much out there in our world, our universe. So if you want to just share anything about maybe how you got into your work or your growing up years or uh, anything that you would enjoy sharing with our audience um, okay. about you. Sure. So how I got started in loving, helping others and healing, of course, is um, when I was in my younger years, we'll say in my 20s, Mm -hmm. Um, I was diagnosed with systemic lupus and back then, this is before internet, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I was, um, told that I had five to seven years to live. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. So I stayed with the physicians, the rheumatologists for about nine months following their protocols, they basically said that they could help me with um, managing the symptoms with medication mm -hmm. and some um, psychotherapy and support groups and also physical therapy. I think that's what it was. And uh, I did do that and I was getting worse. Sorry, this keeps coming oh, out. Wow. One second. And I decided at some point that I was going to take this healing journey on my own. Mm -hmm. And I went, of course, to the doctors sharing that with them. And they thought that I was crazy. Of course. <laughs> that I, ne I needed help. Of course. <laughs> and recommended a psychotherapy. And I didn't follow their orders that time. Oh. And I decided to, I began by going to the library. Mm. And re researching lupus, systemic lupus. And prior to this diagnosis, I had been um, both a bulimic and an anorexic. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I, yeah. So I thought that whatever I did nutritionally to my body is what caused lupus. Mm -hmm. So I started going to library, enrolled in college, I started studying nutrition, and one thing led me to the next. And I, somewhere in that path, learned about meditation. Mm -hmm. And I began meditating every day. Wow. And visualizing myself healed. So during some of my meditations, I began to receive guidance mm -hmm. into what to study next, what I should do. And I started then following maybe 50% of the time my direction. You know, you, we all go through that where we hear something yes. and it's like, all right, maybe next time I'll do that. Yes. So I started to follow my higher self, wisdom, whatever it was. And I, over the course of several years, I can't say exactly when that healing took place, although I do, do connect it with... Um, a acupuncture session I had because I was in that session and uh, my body again came out and I was above it looking at this shriveled up woman, all oh, wow. bones and skin. Wow. And I just took that vision that time as leaving that body behind and I'm beginning anew. 
Wow. So that's pretty much where it started. And I never stopped. You know, I studied Reiki. I've studied Marconic healing. I've studied Tibetan bowl healing. It's in me to help and guide others. And yes. it, it, yeah, yeah. It, it was one of those times somewhere in there. I don't remember where years wise. I think it was mm -hmm. still in my 20s that I had a car accident and I was pulled, yanked out of my body. And at that time, I was guided that I had to go back. Oh, wow. And, and my mission is to ease the suffering of others. Oh. I live that every day. Yes. So. Yes. That's, yeah. that's an amazing story. I apologize. I keep moving around. I'm trying to get my lighting, my lighting right here. And I can't seem to do that. Because um, I feel like I'm sitting in the dark here when I'm talking to everybody. Um, you're so, you're you know, pretty great. Okay, good. <laughs> I just opened the door again. I said, yeah, maybe I'll up. Uh, but, and I changed my glasses because the other ones have such a reflecting. Um, yes. I want to say a couple things. You know, I think for all of us, and just hearing this beginning of your story sharing with us, I think for those of us who've had some kind of dramatic experience, whether in childhood or even early teens or 20s, it somehow does kind of set up for some of us, obviously not everybody, but some kind of a path of learning. And for me, really, it's about remembering, right? Uh, right. It's really remembering from um, our, our true nature of who we are. And if you're into past lives like I am, and most of my audience knows I am, um, you know, it's about remembering, right? So, yeah, I love that this story you're already sharing because I think stuff like what you're talking about, especially a health condition, because I also had a major health condition when I was uh, 19 years old and it does it really kind of pushes you towards trying to understand and learn whatever you can right because you're always yeah. hoping for whatever this next thing is and I pretty much have run the gamut not everything I haven't done acupuncture yet but I've done a lot of these different uh, things but I don't want to go on about me I want to hear more about you so your work began somewhere in that time period I guess in your more or less in your 20s and your 30s that was my soul driven work. You know, I was, I was always passionate about healing and helping others. You know, I always wanted to become a nurse. And um, so I think that's just who I was, you know, destined to be here is to help other people. So uh, that's when it began as, you know, feverishly. Otherwise, you know, you're surviving as a young adult and trying to yes. find your way and whatever. So I was doing many different things and did and still do wear many hats. So that was, you know, kind of stopped me in my tracks because I, to be told uh -huh. that you have five to seven years to live, it's just such a rude awakening and, um, you know, you'll do whatever it is that you can. I just, I couldn't stay with what they were giving me because yes. I was tired or I was yes. miserable. I was you know, overweight. I already struggled with bulimia and anorexia. I'm not taking pills, you know, so maybe it was a blessing in disguise. I don't want to say that, but in retrospect, you know, that I was concerned about my body. Um, and at that point I had healed already from both of those, but, um, you know, it's, it, it's been a beautiful journey and it continues onward. And I just, I keep learning. I'm studying positive psychology right now, but it's just my passion to continue yeah. to learn. And, and anyone I've worked with over the years since COVID, um, I stopped seeing clients in my practice, which is here. Oops, there goes my headphone again, my <laughs> office. <laughs> and, um, 
I put all of my energy into creating the happiness compass. I didn't, yeah. I, didn't I guess I neglected to put that in the bio. No, no, no. And actually, I missed <laughs> that when I saw it. And I thought, oh, and, and, you know, again, there's so much. And I'm like, I no, I missed, I missed saying that. I apologize. It is no, it's it's okay. interesting. I love the name. Happiness compass is just a great name. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. it's just that. And it really is. All of it began with lupus. That's that's all I can say about it, because everything that I've worked with over the last 20, 30 years is all divinely guided mm -hmm. every single step of it. And this last year, I, you know, I returned. I was running not running a retreat. Actually, I took a friend down to Costa Rica and we came back in March and it's like, now what am I going to do? <laughs> so. That's where I was divinely guided and put it all together. And um, that's my passion work in in a, a nice online format so that somebody can go through it and discover their healing, their path, their soul's purpose. Yes. And that's, that's where yeah. I'm at right now. Yeah. And what's interesting for me, and again, I, I've been in the medical field too for over 20 years now. Um, more on the end of CNA work, but considering I had a lot of trauma too, meaning I had my first nervous breakdown at 19 years old, which ended up really being not so much a nervous breakdown. It turned out to really be, um, being attacked by darker, uh, entities, uh, that do exist in this world. Um, I know some people struggle with that. Um, I didn't want to really know about any of that when I was younger. Um, however, just because of the fear of it. But I think um, whenever we have something that's like that, like being told that you have so much time to live, when I was told that I have a mental illness and I need to take medication for the rest of my life, which I never felt comfortable with, never, ever, ever. It was not until after my 20th, I don't know, 20th, 8th, I don't know, breakdown of being mm -hmm. hospitalized. Most of my life I've been in now the mental hospitals. And I found that around 2012 is when I started saying to myself, because I would never stay on the medicine. I just never believed it was what it was. I said, well, maybe, maybe they're right. Maybe I have a mental illness. Maybe I need to take these pills that I can't stand because I think they actually make it worse. So it was really 2012. That was a turning point for me. I started really getting more depressed about that issue. And then again in 2016, uh, being divinely guided, uh, as you say, which is so, we all know down deep, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, they showed me in 2016 a couple things to help complete my puzzle. Um, mm -hmm. And that was that I was being attacked over the years. Um, and it was a combination. I'm sure there might have been a little bit of mental, because uh, I was born with a condition called um the methogene, which actually 40% of the population has it, and it affects some people, the frontal lobe. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. right? So, you know, yes. that's right. A large population carries that, yes. Yeah, except that some people, when you really get into I studied it since 2016 and, and really still want to do more studying, but some people actually have more severe cases of it. And I, I am one of the ones that do have a more severe yeah. case of it. So, um, there is there is a severity difference um, with some of the gene uh, mutations. Yes. So um, anyway, yeah, I, I I think it's amazing when you have an experience like you have where, you know, spirit tells you, no, you need to go back. Um, my daughter had an experience like that many years ago, actually, where the same thing happened. 
um, they had told her she needed to return. Um, and I think when those things happen for us, or even with myself having experiences, um, what I've had over the years, I think it really does make you more aware of your purpose uh, and makes you more aware of, yeah, I remember I signed up for this, you know, on the other side before I came in, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I, I want to work in that area when I get down to earth, you know, um, I need to help those large groups of people down there that are struggling with that, you know, or going to be by the time I'm a teenager or twenties, you know? Yes. So yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, can you uh, and educate me a little bit more about your uh, quantum biofeedback? Uh, I have no idea on the understanding of what that is. So I'll explain what it is and then I'll explain how I use it. So when I was very young, I, again, I think I just was brought here to do this. <laughs> I, I was studying before I was diagnosed with lupus during my years of anorexia and bulimia. I was studying, I think her name was Hulda Clark and Rife's work. And it's all about how frequencies influence our lives. And um, basically every single thing that the creator made has its own frequency, just mm -hmm. like we all have our own fingerprints. Everything created has its very specific frequency. So generally people use this or, you know, it's, it's, um, approved use in the United States is to, uh, focus on relaxing the body. And, um, you know, I, I use breath work and I have them focus on their, their third eye and do some breath work. And I can kind of watch on the screen what's going on and if they're responding to the feedback that, that the system, you know. Um, but generally, when I use it for personal use, um, I do use it to scan my body. It scans about 7,000 frequencies in about four minutes. Oh, wow. And it gives me a report. And lets me know where there are imbalances in the body and what they perhaps could be, um, you know, toxins, um, bacteria, etc. And then we can feed back that frequency, and basically the body begins to heal itself when it's it's brought back into balance. I see. So it's more of a. Uh, I'm not quite sure if I still under it's, it's a machine or software that you use. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. It's yeah. a computer system, and it okay. has. It has leads, you know, it has, um, we put uh, two around the wrists and two around the ankles and one around the head. Um, but it also can be done uh, in what they call metaspace. So it's using your unique uh, fingerprint, your birth date, your location, etc. And you can be scanned from anywhere in the world. Oh, and nice. Okay. That's interesting. I may be looking into that, uh, hopefully by the fascinating. end of the year. Yeah, at, yeah, it really is. Look into Rife's work. I think it's Ronelle Rife. Rife. Yes, R-I-F-E. Oh, Rife. R-I-F-E? Correct, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will look into that. Um, I'm very much interested in uh, the quantum idea, um, mostly because I definitely feel, and I have been told, I've had very many uh, or a few interdimensional lifetimes. So, which means a couple of lifetimes within one. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm really yeah. interested in all the different kinds of, uh, you know, um, things that can help, help us again, heal on different yeah. levels. We always think about this earth and our physical bodies and, 
you know, our aura or the energy around our bodies. That is, you know, they see on photographs, you know, the outline of our well, the, energy. The system does both those, actually. One is called the dimensional panel, and we're able to just read again to see um, if there's something stressing the body, the physical And we can give that um, biofeedback to... Okay, we just got stuck there. You kind of froze. Um, can you just say the last few sentences? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. So the system does have dimensional where we can go back and pick up where, you know, there's some type of a energy that came with you through one of your past lives. Okay. And, and we can address that currently. And it also does scan for your auric field and your chakras and lets us know if there's imbalances in them energetically. Okay. So basically it's similar to, I kind of equate it when I'm doing meta space to prayer and sending that frequency out of prayer to someone. And um, when I'm working with someone here, it's similar to working, you know, with Reiki, but it's through a computerized system. So, you know, it, Scans and yeah. it's, yeah. it's great. I love it. I worked myself with, um, I'll tell you how I got started on that quickly. Cause, um, I was training actually in yoga and I was driving an hour distance back and forth and I was in my fifties then. So I was older and it was at night and the lights were really bothering me. And I was, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did, did you just say I was in my fifties back then? Yes. Oh my gosh. I don't know how old you are, but I, I, I just turned think, 60. Oh my gosh. You look so young. Well, you're wow. sweet. I, I, it just kind of threw me. I'm like, wow. I, I thought you were like a, you know, a lot younger. <laughs> no. Wow. no. Okay. Been okay. around a long time. Probably yeah. a couple, a couple well, of times. You look fantastic. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, mid 50s, I'm going to say I was doing one of my yoga trainings and I was driving back and, um, I was losing my night vision, even like the side peripheral vision. And, you know, I went into everything I knew and I always study, like, no matter what is going on in my body, my family's body, my client's body, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to have research. I'm going to figure this out. I worked so hard and I even bought a PEMF mat, which is pulsed electromagnetic field mat that's supposed to help with the eyes. And I wasn't making any headway. And this, this equipment was quite an investment. It's about 15, 20,000. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I wasn't about to build one. I started building one when I was younger. So I said, wow. I have to invest in this. So yeah. it, it yeah. did help me back then with the Lyme disease, which is what it was, that I had been treated. I did take the antibiotics mm -hmm. for it, but I had residual and I believe that's what it was. It was from the, um, you know, uh, Lyme disease that I was losing my vision. And I'm going to say, I, invested in it within a couple of weeks I started noticing a huge difference so I'm a firm believer in any frequency medicine so oh wow no that's interesting yeah. I really love all that kind of work too um you know a, a, a couple of things um I, I I wasn't planning on asking this and that's why I like to do my interviews more loosely or more raw um, because mm -hmm. you never know what's going to pop up so I, I was just thinking for some weird reason what is your take and again I'm very non-controversial however i do have my own ideas um about <laughs> what you feel with the vaccine going on today like do you get a feeling or what what are you feeling intuitively that this is 
helpful, not really time for it yet, or? Okay, <laughs> you asked. <laughs> so initially, <laughs> initially, I mean, over my lifetime, I always had a feeling that maybe a vaccine is what triggered lupus. Oh. So I was very, um, not against vaccines, but not for them either, especially not New York State. I think we're at 52 or 54 K through 12. These children have to receive. So I homeschooled my boys. I delayed vaccines until they built their own immune systems a little more, especially knowing what I knew and studied all those years. So um, that said, fast forward to this day. <laughs> I, I travel a lot. Initially, I was completely against it, of course, but um, I meditated and I prayed up on it and I received a clear message that it is safe. Get it now. Now is the time to get it before the vaccines are coming in from overseas at a less expensive price and all of the states decide to start buying those that the one that, you know, the ones that are here now are the safest. Okay. You know, so that's my take on it now. I did, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. And um, that was last week I took my second one. Okay. I, I feel fabulous. I was very concerned, I have to say, <laughs> but I, I feel really awesome. And I drank what somebody told me was to drink. It's sitting next to me, this Essentia water. It's like 9.5 pH. And at first I was like, all right, whatever anybody says, I'm going to listen to in the health food store. <laughs> she, she advised me to get this. And I have to say, I drank it on, I felt amazing all week. And the first yeah. vaccine I took, I was not, I had a lot of pain. Yeah, no, yeah I have a client that had it too and didn't do well with the first one. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not for them or against them either. But at this stage of my life, I, I don't feel that I'm going that road. I'm more actually concerned about, um, I'm much more concerned about um, the mandatory that they're trying to do on the vaccines that I'm really against. I mean, hugely mm -hmm. against uh, just because I believe in keeping our country free. Uh, so, and some people might say, well, you may be dead, but I still think it should be your option. I'm okay. Absolutely. if I, die. I don't want to die, but I'm okay. If I do, um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a big, huge, you know, I'm not worried about, well, this body, you know, that goes or this life, you know, I'm not worried about that stuff. Like some yeah. people may who don't understand past lives or future lives or, so yeah. I, I don't have an issue about that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted the opinion just because I feel at this point in time with everything that is going on and it's such a huge part of our world events right now. So thank you for that. And again, I, you know, for me, the show, I try to be very non-judgmental, meaning anybody, you know, mm -hmm. I just think whatever our experiences are, yes. they're, they're our experiences, right? They are. So, and yeah. choice, choice is number one. I am, I am right there with you. I believe it's choice. Yes. With, even yes. with my, my boys, you know, it's their choice. They're yes. young adults. One's 20, one's 27. It's, it's your body. You know, you have to do what's right for you. I agree. Tap Thank in, God. tune in. Listen, I, I'm yeah. really glad to hear you say that. Yeah, I do believe it's yeah. very individual, especially with your children, because I think there's a lot of people out there like, oh, no, I got to make sure my children. And I understand mm. that from being a mother. Yeah. But I do believe like you do once they're young adults, they really um, need to have that feeling like they can make that choice, you know. Mm. Um, so let's get out of that subject. I just wanted to bring that up because <laughs> I think, you know, it's obviously there's such a big controversy about all of it. Um 
I also want to tap into the fact that you do some retreats. Why do you have that connection with Costa Rica? Where did that come from? Besides, obviously, a past life, there must be <laughs> something. I wholeheartedly agree with you there. Absolutely. I am connected to Costa Rica, the water, just the water alone. I can spend days in the water and just come out oh. a little bit to grab a mango or two. My husband's under the tree. So my husband is a Tico or a Costa Rican. Oh, cool. So we've been together, I believe, 31 years. Oh, my yeah. God. Congratulations. Thank you. He's better at that than I am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I've been going down there for many years, and I am madly in love with the energy, mm -hmm. the ocean, the sand, nature. Just it, it just draws me in, and I cannot wait to go back, and I only came back last week because I had to take my second vaccine. Oh, oh but, <laughs> but um, yeah, and I do run retreats down there a couple to, I was running retreats. I should say, I'm sorry. Um, a couple times a year um, just because I love introducing people to the country and a lot of the women that would come, you know, they were single or their spouses didn't want to travel any longer and um, I just, I think it's a great safe place to travel yeah. to yeah. and and enjoy all the beauty there is. I mean, it's just, oh, sure. it's, it's incredibly beautiful country. Yeah, um, it's funny because years ago when I had my house in Florida, many, many years ago, I remember coming across a book. I don't know where I got the book from or, but I'm a really big library person too. <laughs> um, I really think I was born with a paper and pen in hand um, <laughs> and books. But I um, came across a book that actually had to do with um, that. It was one of the best countries to retire, to retire in. So I went through the book. I just found it really interesting. You know, I don't really know anything about Costa Rica. Um, but, yeah, it sounds interesting. Again, this is something down the road. I definitely would like to hook up with you in the future. Once my, once my adventure of what I'm doing right now gets out into the world. Um, yeah, I would definitely like to check that out with you, you know, maybe take a trip. I'd love to have friends. you. And yeah, I've got some close friends, a, a small circle of close friends. It would be just something really fun to do. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going in November. I have one villa left. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to be in the middle of my really pretty much in the middle of my board game uh, creation uh, production. You know, so but maybe in the following year. Um, but yeah. Um, so the other thing I wanted to ask was. Um, so you are involved in also yoga yes, and you've been doing that for how long? Yoga, probably the last 30 years I've been doing yoga on and off, but training and certifying in it within the past five years. Okay. And I don't teach yoga, but I do teach. I run, when I do the retreats, I'll bring in soul collage, which is another, it's a Jungian therapy as well as, um, Chakra dance, which is my favorite. I love chakra dance. Oh, cool. So yeah. those are the two. But I, I think I'm shifting a little bit to bring in um, and work. I haven't published it yet, but I want to um, run happiness compass retreats. Oh, like that would be A five-day, yeah. yeah five-day retreat type of thing. <laughs> and what, yes. would be, what would be kind of that wrap, wrapping around what? What would be the whole? Well, part? tapping in with your soul teaching women how to tap in and then discover where in their life there's imbalance mm -hmm. and then how to create balance in those areas. 
night. I think it's like 18 areas I work with on my compass. And, you know, they tap in, they tune in and they, they really connect with that word or whatever it is, if it's creativity mm-hmm. or if it's family or career, whatever it is, they tap in and they feel, and then they, you know, fill out the form and they can actually look at it later on and say, whoa, I didn't realize I was this out of balance here. So then they get to pick which one they want to focus on and, and um, manifest, eventually manifest that life that they desire. Oh, great. That that sounds really good. Yeah. Especially, you know, it's interesting that's coming up now for you because I'm a believer that at any stage of life and in our human life forms, that different things come about at certain time periods for certain reasons. And obviously we all know with the COVID right now, that would be kind of something really interesting for a lot of people because our lives have been thrown majority of us out of balance. And for some people that's actually thrown them into balance, meaning that they have woken up to more of a realization that, yeah, I'm done with that. And I am going in this direction. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's kind of so true. It's very true. And really, and and reconnection and all different things that's happened. I know just for myself is just my relationship with my husband. We're just like best friends now. You know, we're all stuck in this together and we're spending more time together. Whereas both of us were like those two ships in the night, you know, with his career, I'm with my career. It's like, I mean, it really did bring things into really, I think if, if people really allow themselves to see the bigger picture and the small detail picture, I think that this COVID thing of throwing people together in the, the really tight conditions, it's either, you know, whether or not these are the people and I'm talking close husband, wives, you know, you know, are, are we going to keep going or not? You know, <laughs> because yeah. that, if, if anything's going to really kind of bring something out, to me, it's going to be that. Um, but the other thing I wanted to ask too is, and, I, and I'm wondering when I heard you back in the beginning of our interview that you, you mentioned you had also um, anorexia and something else. Can you talk more about that? Like, how do you work with that, with anorexia? Or what is that really about and I don't mean just the typical answer because a lot of us know the traditional answers. I'm always looking for both the traditional and the metaphysical, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I I was around I guess nineteen or so. I left home at fifteen, but I don't want to go there right now. <laughs> that's yeah, a sure. long story. Yeah, so fine. I've been living on my own since I was fifteen. So I think being independent at a very young age put such incredible stress on me Mm -hmm. uh to be an adult (laughs) in an adult's world to look great to you know i was a cocktail waitress at 16 years old um and i i struggled with weight i struggled with weight as a young girl you know when i was 13 i just remember having humongous thighs in these pictures i'm looking i'm like oh my gosh so you know, I went through what I went through and I discovered, you know, bulimia and became anorexic through bulimia or vice versa. I don't remember which, yeah. which came first. Yeah. Um, but you know what it is, is I can't pinpoint exactly how I healed my body from that, but I, I know it was through, you know, spirit and through connecting and praying uh, just a lot of prayer for answers and direction. I didn't uh-huh. want to have something controlling me and it got me, yeah. you know, it really had me. So I was very passionate about not 
you know, I didn't like to be, I'm a rebel. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. what it is. I'm Thank a rebel. God. So, Thank God. Thank you know, God. I left home at a young age because I, I didn't yeah. like to be restricted and, you know, told what to do and how to do it. And so here I was again in the same situation. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it just, it was a process. It really was a process. I did go to therapy for a little bit, but nothing was really helping me. And, um, you know, I still had to go home with myself and look at food and deal with food and learn to love it. And that's I did. What I mean, what, what is, I, 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 you know, I don't quite get what the, the hook is about it. And hmm. does a person that has like, I, I, I'm sure with bulimia, uh, someone would, would be pretty aware that they have that issue going on. Um, but yeah. I, I've heard with anorexia, a lot of people who have it aren't aware or they're not willing to be aware um, mm. because that's part of the, that is part of the, the condition. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, I guess, so it all really basically still goes down to uh, one self-esteem. Um, yeah, I think it is self-esteem, self-love, self-determination um, to shift and change. I, you know, as far as anorexia, if I were to tap back into that energy for a minute, let me just feel it. Um, it was control. I was in control of my life. I was in control of what went into my body. I think that's how that started. And okay. then I was out of control when I became bulimic because when I did, I was hospitalized with anorexia in the, the beginning days and discharged to my own, you know, home alone. And um, so I said, well, I, because the only other way I can do this, I can keep my weight down if I eat and purge. So I think that's how it happened, actually. So it was anorexia first, oh, I went into the hospital, and this was the way I could, you know, control that. But, you know, it all taps into past and whatever and things that happened and whatnot. You learn and you figure them out. And um, yeah. for, for me, it was a really long journey and it was a long time ago. Um, and I don't really work with anybody that has anorexia or bulimia um, because? over the years. I don't think I'm qualified to do so. And so I wouldn't, you know, that's a very... Um, it's more for psychotherapy and someone to work with them one-on-one -on -one and full-time care. I don't believe you can go back to the environment you were in and expect someone to succeed. You know, they have to be in a clinical environment. So, Wow, really? Um, That's my opinion, wow. yeah. Because yeah. you, you go back to that, you know, situation, if mine was being alone or, you know, dealing with family issues or whatever it was, as soon as I would go back to that, you know, I'd be doing really good. And then all of a sudden I'd have an interaction on the phone or whatever it was. And boy, I'd run home and purge. You know, I I just needed to get this out of me because it was, you know. So you're saying the change of your environment being in some kind of a another place that knows how more to deal with that is helpful for that than absolutely that it, would, that it would be really hard to do it on your own. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. very hard. Yeah, I run into a lot of different people over time um, who talk to me about issues, whether it's family or friends or also. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And um, I know there was something else I wanted to ask you. Oh, um, around what time was it when you had that experience where you were told from the other side to come back? Uh, where what was that happening around that time? That's when you had the lupus that that occurred, or 
I had lupus at the time still. I think I was still, you know, struggling through it, working through it, educating myself and trying a multitude of things. Uh, it was a car accident and the car hit a tree and it, I was in the passenger seat. And all I can remember was I heard the horn and I, as, and I felt the only way I can describe it is I was like a hand came. No, it wasn't a hand, but something came and just yanked me. Yeah. I felt like I was. Yeah. Pulled yeah. Up. Yeah. And as I was traveling. Right. I could hear the distance. Of, of time. Of the, time. No, the horn. Oh, the car. Oh, and, I, the horn. and I was, I was in, in fear. I was totally relaxed and I was just somewhere i was in limbo somewhere nothing i can't describe anything i didn't see anyone and it was a voice that said it's not time you need to go back you're i have to my my mission and it was my mission was to ease the suffering of others that's all i remember is those words to ease wow. the suffering of others wow. and i i remember questioning like how how am i going to do this i'm already <laughs> suffering and he's already you know afterwards and i came that's back but funny. Yeah, so that that was and of that. course that's why you were suffering because you were meant to do that. I'm a big believer it takes one to know one, right? Yes. So yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, you've yes. got to walk. You've got to walk in those shoes in order to really be able to relate to somebody, and that's that's how I always feel. I mean, yeah. I love people that have book knowledge. That's great. I love book yes. knowledge. Don't get me wrong. Me but when I know that somebody's walked in my shoes, I'm like, yeah, you get me. You know, you you really do understand. You know. Yes. So and it, um, we need that out there. We really need that out in, in you know allopathic medicine because. When, when you haven't walked, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's very easy for someone, especially with lupus, to look at them and say, you look great. There's nothing wrong. You know, okay, so the blood tests say this, but, you know, you're really miserable. And, and you know, unless you've walked in their shoes, you really don't know the path or the direction, I should say, the compass. Because that's what I do with right. any of my clients is I will point them in the direction of where they need to go. And it's up to them to take those next steps. I'm here to support you and guide you, but it is up to you. And I get it. I know exactly how they're feeling. I know where they've been. I know that nobody wants to talk to you anymore on the phone because you're always complaining because you're always in pain and misery and you just want a solution. So, yeah, I think that's really important. And unfortunately, we can't, you know, wish that upon anyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. <laughs> people kind of get a little tired of hearing people with lupus complain about not feeling well because I can relate to that even though I've not had that experience being Absolutely. mentally so-called mentally ill which I don't buy into that whole label right. uh, because I believe it's really people that are very intuitive and very tuned into the other side and a lot of us just don't know how to balance that energy but anyway um, that's my idea of mentally ill but I feel that I've noticed that there's people that don't understand uh, so-called mentally ill people. And it's the same kind of reaction, like, oh, we're going to stay away from you because, you know. They don't know. if They're just uncomfortable. That was when I was working, you know, um, or training in nursing. That was one of my favorite units, actually, that I worked on because I have the compassion and understanding. Yes. I understand yeah. you. Not that I have experience. I have, and fortunately, thank, thank you, God, for that. But... I, I do have compassion and I can, I can see why, you know, 
people are uncomfortable. Same with someone that's diagnosed with cancer. People yeah, exactly. get uncomfortable being around exactly. them because, yeah, they don't exactly. know what to say and they don't want no. to say the wrong thing. No, yeah. you're right. And that's why it takes one to know one, right? Because yes. those of us who have been there and walked in those shoes are comfortable because we know it. We understand yeah. it. Well, um, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, I, the one illness I hear a lot of people over time, I'm talking about even nurses and I've worked around and, and AIDS, but mostly nurses where, oh, that person's got bipolar, you know, they're like, you know, it just cracks me up. I'm like, wow. I said, I hate to tell you, but everybody's got a little bit of a form of bipolar anyway. <laughs> but it's just sad because it's sad that, you know, people, like you said, they, they don't understand or they're um, ignorant, really. Um, and I'm a believer like you, that as long as you have compassion, at least you have something really to work with, with other people, even though you've not walked in those shoes. Right. So another thing, and we're getting a little close, another five minutes or so. And I want to, I want to say something that came up to me uh, earlier when we were talking that I feel, I don't know if you've done this yet, but this is what came to me was, I feel like if you haven't written a book yet, or you're in the process of writing a book, because I felt like when we were talking earlier, like there's supposed to be a book. Like, so I don't know what that is. <laughs> I just published a collaborative book on April 20th that went to Amazon, number one bestseller here in the States and then number one internationally in Canada. That was collaborative. But I do have a book and it's called, it has a working title of Lupus, Starving the Wolf. And it kind of chronicles, chronicles, but at the same time gives steps of what I did. I mean, I really left no stone unturned when I was trying to heal my body. No oh, stone. Oh, I get it. Oh, I no get stone. it. Yeah. I know. I feel the same <laughs> thing. I know. Yeah. Um, so I believe it's about three quarters of the way done. And I have a goal of publishing it by the fall. And um, that's, the the one. That's, the that's the one. one. That's the one I felt like I was picking up. Yeah, I, I just felt strong yeah. talking. I meant to say something. I didn't want to interrupt when you were talking. But that's what I was feeling. Like, you, you know, there's got to be a book. Like, I, I kept hearing, like, a book. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. it's there. Since nice. 2012, it's been on my shelf. <laughs> but I, I completely revamped it last year, just before COVID. So I oh, started wow. it that wow. November, November through March. And I organized it because I wanted concise little steps instead of overwhelming people right. with too much information. Right. So I took right. it and I put it in bite-sized pieces. And um, that's where I'm at, but I'm close. I'm very close. But okay, um, good, good. Exciting. Well, no, I'm excited to hear that. And we, we only have a few people online right now. Actually, there may be a couple, but if anybody had a question for Karen, um, while we talk uh, for a few more minutes, you're welcome to put a question. Um there was something else, too, I wanted to bring up. Uh, let me think. There's so much to talk with you about. And, again, I usually let my guests know. I, I do returning guests. Um, I don't like a one-time guest. I feel like I want my audience to get to know my, my guests. So um, we will definitely, if you decide to in the future, in the near future, um, doing another show because I always feel like there's Happy. more things Happy. happening, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Happy to. Happy to. Would love to. Great. Great, great. So we got the book coming out. When do you when do you feel it may uh, hit the market? The lupus book. Lupus. I'm aiming for the fall. I'm in uh, speaking with a couple of editors right now, and I I mean I'm really close. I feel like I'm I feel like it's done, but mm -hmm. it's 
but yeah, I'm being called to put more in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like kind of cleaning it up. I, I have a book too. I have yeah. actually, I have a slew of books actually that are waiting to come out. <gasps> but my great. Mother Mary book is the one I'm really uh, hoping to get out by the end of this year. But I said that the last couple of years, which is fine. <laughs> I believe that when they come out is when they're meant to come out, you know, all in Buddha time. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So I understand that mine just needs to be a little cleaned up too. So I get that. And I may talk to you about who you're having doing your book, meaning okay. publishing. I might check out what you're. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So this has really been really interesting. Really, really good. Yeah, good news. You, I, I actually um, counseled with uh, an astrologist, astrologer, mm -hmm. uh, to find out when was best for me to publish it last year, but it didn't didn't work out because I was right in the middle of finishing yeah. up the happiness compass, the webinar and all of that. So I didn't get out. I think it was December 21st, according to my chart. So I'm going to have to do my chart again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When it's best, but maybe it's next December 21st. Come to think of it, you know, this year, maybe that's what it is. Oh yeah. Right. Right. And, and you know, it's not unusual, even, even with astrology and I've been doing astrology for 30 years, but I have a, a girl on my website now who I think is excellent. She hasn't been doing it a long time, but she's really, really, I just think she's a natural. But anyway, you know, even with astrology, timing can always be one of those things where, um, you know, sometimes things do get pushed up a little bit or get changed a little bit, according, of course, according to, you know, where we're at, what we're doing and what's happening in the world even, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I just believe when, when the moment it, it appears and if people ever saw a movie of my life, which is something that may be possible in the, in the far future. That's a long story I won't get into. But if it does, um, people would really actually get to see what a miracle this board game coming out because the way that it has taken as, as many years as it has and the different circumstances, like nobody would believe it. You wouldn't believe it in a million years. And I mean that sincerely. I say so, the same thing. I say the same thing. And that's why I don't speak too much of my experience. I don't really bring it up yeah. often because, but lately I've been told to bring it up. I'm doing a boot camp for Beyond TV boot camp. And one of the, um, I think she was my accountability partner. She said, if you don't speak your story, your whole story, not yeah. just what you want to, she yeah. said, you're just going to stay there and you're not going to help any people. And I said, that's not true. Right, <laughs> and if right. I were to tell you my story, you would say, oh my gosh. And some people do, you know, even when I was doing my bio for the book, the last book, mm -hmm. you know, I wrote a whole bunch and then I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to take all this out. <laughs> I mean, even with yeah. my trainings, if yeah. anybody knew all of the trainings I've done, yeah. I only put a little bit out there. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's our mission. It's our yeah. mission no, to but do I, our I, best. I think the reason we hold back for, for some of us um, is because it's so hard to believe. Like, I mean, when I tell people, again, I don't, I, it's hard to wrap around. But when I opened up my first barber shop, barber, not beauty shop, barber shop, when I was 21 years old, and this is in my book, Success After Insanity, Healing Hearts of the Mentally Ill, which I'm right now revising. So I tell people, don't buy it yet because I'm, I'm updating it. I'm actually bringing more truth to the book that I didn't know then. Mm. But I was 21 years old, opened up a little barbershop on welfare, had two mm. breakdowns, at, at one at 19, one at 20. And I opened up the barbershop when I was 21. I had uh, two children under the age of three at that time. And I was divorced. And... <laughs> um, 
I had $14 to my name, $14. That's every single penny I had when I opened up my doors, which is, book, which is why the book is called Success After Insanity, which while I was in that barbershop, Spirit World literally branded that title into my head and let me know I was going to be writing that book one day. And I didn't write it until I was about 38 or 39. So, yeah, $14 was every single penny I had at that moment when I opened my doors. And That's the amount amazing. of money I made after two weeks was incredible. But <clears throat> I had no business education, no college education, no money in the bank. So it is. I mean, I guess for me, it's it's just for some people be really hard to believe some of our experiences. And I think that's why maybe you and I might you yes. know, not share the in-depth story, you know? Um, I think it's important to share it now. You know, I've had yes. awareness of it to share more because you never know one person can just, you know, even if it's one person, right. That hears that story and says, Oh, wow. I can possibly, Oh my yes. gosh, it's possible. Yes. It is possible. Yes. I thought it was, you know, that's all we need to do. And I think it's it's really important. And that's why we're still here. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Yeah. I really agree with you. And, and for me, I call stuff like that miracles. For me, stuff like that yes. is miracles. And yeah. I was just getting the chills when you were speaking. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that, um, you know, like you said, it is a matter of one person. I get chills all over my head. So, mm -hmm. um I think, if, like you said, it's one person, which is how I, I kind of had the idea when I wrote my book. I thought, you know, even if one person reads it, that, that's enough for me. Yes. Um, and two, it was just very good therapy for me to write the book. And three, um, I think that there are time periods when things are meant to come out, meaning vocally. And I know when I was 50, 51 and in the mental hospital for the, I don't know, 28th time. I don't know. I keep using that number. So maybe it was. <laughs> Um, I know that was at that moment at, at 50 or 51 years old when I felt I was told to start sharing about Mother Mary appearing in my room. And for whatever reason, it was meant like the time was now to start sharing that. It's really weird because yeah. I never told my mother about it. I never told my mm -hmm. sister about it. Um, it. When it happened when I was nine years old, I never shared it with anybody. So I almost feel like there are reasons for certain time periods where things are supposed to be shared. So that's kind You're of interesting. Right. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. I don't see any questions right now, but again, other people may, uh, you know, be uh, writing in. So I always let people know. And I think, I don't know if Tiffany could put up your website. I think we forgot to do that earlier. Normally she'll do it up a little bit sooner um, because if anybody wants to reach Karen, um, she has so many wonderful things on her website. If you're you. interested in the retreats or interested in this new one, she's got going on that she'll be doing the happiness compass, which sounds really cool. Um, anything. Cause you have, like I said, so many great experiences that people can really, really take in, you know, and, and, and say, wow, you know, I have some of those experiences. I want to know more. Right. Yes. Which is why we do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I want to thank you um, for your time, for your life, for you choosing to stay with us. And, and thank God the spirit world. They said, yep, not time yet. you got to go back down. <laughs> um, and it's funny, you and I also have in common. I, I, I also feel like I always need to work with people about trying to help them, you know, through some kind of suffering. Uh, those of us who've really experienced heavy suffering in any part of our life, um, I think we're just we're geared towards that, you know. Um, yes. 
as a young child, I always wanted to either be, I mean, young, I was like six or seven. I wanted to be either a missionary because I saw these missionaries coming to our church. And I thought it was so cool that they were going to these other countries and helping people <laughs> or a teacher, you know, it was going to be one of the two. But uh, um, it's just interesting of having you, you know, share that your amazing story about what you've been through and why you're still here. Thank so, you. <laughs> Happy yeah, to. Yeah, it's, right. I am very happy to. Yeah. And I'm happy to come back and share more. And if anybody has any questions, email me or, and I have a group too on Facebook. Called, uh, that's good um, because uh, one of our, one of our audience, Gail, just kind of popped in and said, if you, are you going to have any online classes or retreats and teaching people about lupus? So go ahead and share the Facebook group. So the Facebook is uh, Women Creating a Happier World. That's my group. That you'll find on my Facebook page. And I will absolutely, I, I had been running groups for lupus or autoimmune disease in, you know, in general, uh, because a lot of the healing is very similar. It's diet related, it's mindset, it's belief, it's all of that. So yes, absolutely. I will be running. I'll consider running online retreats. Okay. And, um, but I will be running retreats in the very near future. If, if there's a demand for it, I'm open sure. to it. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to. Tiffany just put up that information, Karen, just so you know, uh, for the Facebook group so everybody can see. Thank you, Tiffany. So, yeah. Yeah. She's okay. great. She's really great. So again, I want to thank you and I can't wait to have you back again. It'll be really exciting Thanks. just to touch base and see what's going on at that point. Yes. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So happy I to be to here. Thank yes, you, you so much. Well. Thank you. All right, Karen. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye now. So uh, again, um, I, I hope uh, each week there's something that you can take from these uh, amazing people that um, share their time with us and uh, share their life stories that hopefully might be something that you can utilize or you can share with a friend or family that might help someone on their path. Um, so I just want to thank you all again for being here. And next week, we'll have another great show with another great guest. Um, and thank you, Tiffany, for putting up my website, imaginepeacenow.com. Um, I do like to say that out loud for my Florida audience, uh, since they're not able to see some of this on the screen. So thank you. And we'll see you all again next week. Follow the path. So divine for you, designed for you. Take care. Don't want the fun to end? Grab more refreshments. Then head over to the Goldilocks Productions YouTube channel. With the huge selection of shows, the fun doesn't have to end. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're 
so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.